the San Jose Sharks defeat the Philadelphia Flyers for their first win of the season. The first home win since March 30th of 2023. We'll break that down and some more after this. But first, if you want to be a part of the show and join the conversation, come chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the or the social media apps, that being the YouTube chat, X, Instagram, Facebook, threads, Discord, TikTok, Reddit, all of that and more at TealTownUSA.com. Also, if you want, support the pod over at TealTownUSA at Venmo. That would always help us out. We really appreciate it. Of course, we just appreciate your patronage in general. <laughs> I am pleased to be joined by Mr. Ian Reed. Ian, how are you doing this evening? Good. Good. I mean, the, the Sharks won. Um, it finally happened. We've been waiting for a Sharks win since, I think, April 1st of last year. It's It's been a while, man. Um, and it's, you know, when the Sharks do good, it's good. Yeah, it's like it, we're we're lost for words because it's like we don't really get to um, talk about wins anymore. <laughs> but you know the uh, the sharks did surprise us and uh, you know gave us a really good effort against the the Philadelphia Flyers. I mean, it seems like the message you know Grewer was trying to send was sent and received. Um, the team came out and I think played a physical kind of game um i you know i think you you look at the shots and and you'll say that you know that the team still has a lot of things it needs to work on because i mean the only reason why the sharks ended up coming away with the two points tonight was because you know mcclensey backwood was standing yeah, on his head the flyers got goalied let's be honest yeah exactly exactly so if we are even just looking at the shots right i mean it's staggering it's 39 to 19 and you know getting outshot by 20 shots not the way in which you're going to win a lot of a lot of hockey games <laughs> yeah no i mean and that's the thing like so i think if you are you know if you are team tank and i know like there's always going to be one person that chats like well they just blew their shot at first overall because they have three points now you know like it's the end of the fucking world um you know i i think if you're if you're team tank i mean obviously like I don't like maybe they'll beat the Oilers. More. I think I I honestly I think that's the funny thing about this game is I think everyone was looking past it because everyone kind of was like hoping that this game like kind of just gave this game to the Flyers so that they were hoping that, you know, the, the Flyers were going to like put five or six up on the Sharks to make the game against Edmonton um, in two days or whatever it is, you know, to make that game more interesting because of how bad both teams have been right um so i think a lot of you know a lot of people including me uh i completely looked past this flyers game man i was i was edmonton was the one that i wanted to circle because i thought like watching the oilers play last night i'm like i think the sharks could beat this team um and then then obviously like just for the the sickos out there just to see what happens in the fallout of that right but um no, I mean, look at the Sharks. They did a lot of good things tonight. They did some not so good things. But, 
you know, at the end of the day, they pick up their first win of the season. And you know what? I'm not going to get mad that they won a game, right? Like, exactly. I, I, I've said this many times, you know, I said this every show last year where I came on after win. Like, I'm not going to come on here and, and bitch about winning. Like, I'm going to enjoy it. You don't have to enjoy it. You can do you. But um, like, I think, as you mentioned earlier, when you look at like the overall play tonight, I, I don't think that the Sharks are primed to go on a run now. So I think it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I exactly. I, I think we really do need to echo, you know, to everybody, you know, listening in that, you know, the overall, the stats bear out, you know, a, a different kind of game that was played tonight. And I think, you know, you look at, you look at the way in which the Sharks started, of course, they were going to have a little bit of juice because, you know, let's face it, they just got tongue lashed, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, if they didn't come out with some juice, you would start to question, you know, whether or not, you know, these are these are professional athletes. Um, but, you know, Anthony Duclair gets the, the, the goal scoring started early at a minute and 43 seconds. Um, it's his third goal of the season in LeBanc and um, Granlin getting the assists. And I thought that that line tonight actually between them and the hurdle line, those were the two best lines I think working for them. And, yeah. um, I, I, you know, I felt Duclair used his body a lot more tonight. I thought, mm-hmm. um, that Granlin, you know, looked as if he didn't, wasn't overplaying the center position. I feel like sometimes he has, I, don't a, know. I didn't like Granlin tonight, honestly, like Granlin. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like Granlin's game tonight. I thought he was kind of the anchor on that line. So I, I'm going to tell you that I think in general, Granlin's play has been the anchor, you know, for you know the majority of the season. Um, I I will say that I think he maybe picked his spots a little bit better tonight versus um, other nights. So I, I still feel like he's a slow player, right? And I still feel mm-hmm. like he's a he's a player that. Um, let, let's face it, he's on the back nine of the career and, you know, he, he, he doesn't look, he, he looks this side of 30, right? So, yeah, you know, he's, he's, you know, at the end of his career and, and, you know, you can't expect him to be playing, you know, like he was once when he was in his twenties, but I think tonight you did I see mean, a little bit better I mean, it was nice to take the heat off of Luke Cunning for a game. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I think that that again that that line had had some chemistry working. Um, I saw, um, you know, Kevin LeBlanc, Kevin LeBanc, um, being a little bit more creative than we have before, um, you know, than we have been in before. I think he just kind of felt a little bit more. Um, I well, he was just, on an offensive line, right? Like, I think the yeah. thing with LeBanc is he gets just slotted wherever, like, and he he gets in and out of Quinn's doghouse, and then he just plays on like he's another guy who. I think he has is a really underrated playmaker. And I think that pass kind of showed that today. Yeah. Um, but if you're playing like, again, if you're, if you're playing on the fourth line, then, you know, you can make all the plays you want. If there's no one there that can finish. Um, like I've always thought Kevin LeBanc's passing is, is, is should be his bread and butter. Like he does have a decent shot, but his passing to me has kind of always been his bread and butter. Even in junior, he was more of an assist guy than a goal guy. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, what did what did we think from the uh, the rookie defenseman tonight from uh, Okut Okut? Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I think I kind of 
I'm annoyed with the with the Sharks. Like I'm kind of annoyed because the way that they're just kind of holding all these defensemen on the main roster. Now McDonald couldn't play tonight because I guess he was in, uh, sick or something. Um, he was sick or injured or so he wasn't playing tonight. But like they have all these guys that are called up, and I'm like, and it bothers me that that uh, Knizhovs is just sitting in the press box more often than not. Like I just wish that they would put him on waivers and send him to the Barracuda so that at least he could get some playing time. I understand he's not waivers like it's a waivers thing and they don't want to risk losing him to waivers. But at this point, when you have a team that's, that's been historically as bad as the Sharks, let's, and let's call it for what it is, right? Like they won tonight, but they, the Flyers got goalied. Um, that this game could have easily gone the other way if it was, if it was cocking in the net. And I know I'm going to get help for that, but I don't care. Um, yeah, you know, if Kapokokkanen's net, I mean, I, I worry about a game where they get outshot 40 to whatever it was they got outshot by, right? Yeah, but so basically to two to me, one. like, if, like, I like Nijon, but, like, if you lost him to waivers, big deal. If he's not, if he's not good enough to play on this team on a nightly basis, but he's too good to lose through, like, I just wish, like, they would send one of these guys down and, like, so that they could play regular like Thrun's doing right now right like that's to me that's what i want to see um which a guy he he was fine tonight i i was really looking because i think like sometimes i always like have like a, a theme that i always like kind of want to hit every show i try to think of like a talking point that i want to really dig into and i think that was the one that i had before the game started was like the the whole rookie defenseman situation or you know guys that are inexperienced defense mostly just rookie but inexperienced defensemen um and how like they're just kind of like you know they've got emerson they've got um Ohitik, they've got knizhov and they just can't seem to figure out which of those three they really like um i think Ohitik was fine I, I i liked uh his like he's he's a guy like he's never going to blow you away this guy i think he's always going to be more of a I'm going to destroy you in the corner defenseman than um, anything else. But I didn't mind his game tonight. I don't know what I think of him overall at this point. Um, I think I like Kanija better, but after, like, I thought he played a decent game tonight. Yeah. Well, um, going into the second period, the Sharks would score again. What? <laughs> more more than one goal? <laughs> Crazy. Um, William Eklund would get his second in the season on the power play with Anthony Duclair getting the assist. And, you know, Eklund just doing a really good job of positioning his body, um, you know, in, in coming in on the rush. Um, and, and you really do like to see... Um, you, you really do like to see the development in his game and, and the mm -hmm. ability to get that really quick release off. And, you know, he showed it tonight, you know, when he's um, given some time and given some space, he can do some really, really creative things with the puck. And um, again, tonight we saw maybe a little bit more of the trigger pull being pulled from him versus the creativity. Yeah. But again, this is what you want to see from him. You know, it's it's you want to see him score goals. You want to see him set up his line mates, and you want to see him having fun. And um, you know, with with the team, um, you know, able to get getting out of the the tailspin or whatever it is. I mean, sure. um, get the monkey off your back, and you get the win. I think it's going to do a lot for their confidence. I'm not going to say that they're you know that they're going to be a, any match for. Um, 
you know, the Oilers because I think the Oilers are. Oh, uh, have you watched the Oilers play this year? Oh, I, it's it's bad. It's bad. And like it, it's bad. Like it, uh, now they called up Kevin Pickard, which I think is going to be interesting. I'm curious to see how that works out for them because Skinner and Campbell have both been awful. Um, like Jeff's like uh, Jeff Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> wrong skinner Ian. um like skinner was just super super bad last yes like i watched the game yesterday just kind of feel because i know people are talking about like how bad this edmonton team is I, I i have to see this for myself and oh man i was like i said i i tweeted yesterday and i think you know people are gonna be like oh man ian called the sharks win tonight no but it wasn't it wasn't the flyers i was talking about it was the oilers yeah right uh quickly uh just another randy g thank you so much uh uh, Sharks win, although Blackwood should have had the shutout. Yeah, well, I agree. But he played a hell of a game tonight, and again, that's really good for him. What to... a weird, what a weird thing! Because like I, from the replays that they showed on the broadcast, I just I don't know where the puck crossed the line. We'll get into that in just a second, Jerry okay. F. Um, also, finally, a Sharks win. My son William and I watched this one. And after all the consistent horrible losses, this felt awesome. Yeah, it did. It did yeah, absolutely, awesome. it does. Like it, it was nice to be like excited about the end of a shark season. So actually, I have to like look at guys. Like again, we all know the score this year, but like these, you know, these allowing ten goals, like that's just embarrassing, man. Like I don't know how. Like I don't want to watch that team for eighty-two games. Like so, I'm glad that they showed a little something this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I and I did want to get back to the to the Edmonton, you know, into the Edmonton game, because you talk about a team that's not showing anything right now. It, it's them. Mm -hmm. And and they, you know, they almost looked as lifeless as the Sharks did. And and not saying something when you have Connor McDavid on your team and Leon Dreisaitl. I don't think he's healthy. Yeah. Like, no, something's I mean, wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think so, too. He just doesn't he just doesn't look like himself right now um we've got a couple more super chats coming in chris thank yep. you so much appreciate it and then um we also got uh broden smith uh thoughts on eklund's game we thought that he played very good i thought eklund played really good look at i was concerned but when they put him on hurdles line just because i think they they haven't put him on hurdles line because obviously like i my thing about hurdle because everyone always like oh what's wrong with hurdle nothing's wrong with hurdle he's playing against the best competition of every team because that's the only guy on the sharks you have to shut down and i think they didn't want to put eklund there because i think they were worried that he was going to just get caved in by the better the other team's best defenders and that didn't happen tonight uh william eklund was really really good tonight i've liked william eklund's game all year for the most part i don't think there's been a game from william eklund that i haven't been happy with um but I thought, look at that line. That line did some good stuff. Um, I, I, I'm, I'll be excited if you know, like, when a guy like Barabanov gets back, uh, and you know, you can really have like a, a line. Although I thought Zetterlund on that line was great too. So, I, I really liked Eklund's game all year, and I thought him and Hurdle did pretty good, all things considered. Um, all right, you know, again, the shot totals are going to be are, are going to be what they are. But I thought when the the Hurdle Eklund um, were on the ice together, I thought that they did a lot of good things so well i thought i thought that they did did some good things too and and if you look at hurdle as a guy who had, you know came up as a young shark um you know and, and learned from you know some really great pros i think he could he can give some um 
you know, some helpful hints and help guide and steer Eklund, you know, on his line. And um, hopefully they'll keep them together and, and continue to have a little bit of chemistry there. And then it'll be interesting to see when Logan gets back and how, how exactly the lines are going to end up shaping out when you get, you know, another center coming back. But I mean, going back to, going back to the Sharks next opponent, I mean, is it time for a goaltending trade already in Edmonton? Ian? It was time. It's been time for forever, in my opinion. Like, I don't. Jack Campbell, like, I don't think Jack Campbell was that good in Toronto. So, why the Oilers thought that they were going to do better with, like, the, the Oilers have done this weird thing where they've kind of just signed all these Leafs cast, these Leaf cast offs and expected better results with a less deep team. Right. And I think the other thing that I continue to see with Edmonton is the blind spot when it comes to bottom six depth and, and just def- depth period. Like their defensive, defensive depth. Their defense is brutal. Exactly. Their goal, like their defense is bad. Their goaltending's brutal. Like, again, I don't know why you would go and sign Jack Campbell to that deal. Like he's going to spend the rest of that deal in the AHL at this rate, depending on what Cal Picker does um, for them, you know, being called up. But, you know, um, as bad as the goaltending's been, and it's been bad. The defense hasn't been good for the Oilers either. So it's it, I'm fascinated to see how this game goes because again, like obviously, like this is a team that can you know that has players that can absolutely hurt you mm-hmm. offensively, but defensively they're kind of a tire fire. And I you know like again, I think the the Sharks are obviously they're going to play Cal Pickard in his first game being called up from the. Uh, from the AHL, but with the goals that the the Oilers were letting in, like uh, like again, I thought I was like, this is where the Sharks are going to pick up some points. I didn't think they'd pick up points tonight, so that was a pleasant surprise. So maybe we, maybe we don't want them to. So I think if they pick if they beat Edmonton, I think they'll be tied in the standings, and then everyone's going <laughs> to completely lose their shit. Um, oh. But. <laughs> Uh, and this and this was Denver Denver Doyle bringing up something great in the chat and when it when it comes up we will I, I will there we go All right on cue uh, Edmonton trade for Blackwood leverage an Edmonton first rounder so I was wondering about that if they would make a call to San Jose on one of the goaltenders No there's others look at if if you're Edmonton you're not calling the worst team in the league and saying hey give me a goalie you're calling the Boston Bruins. You're calling the New York Islanders. That's who you're calling. You're not calling San Jose to fucking get Mackenzie Blackwood. You're t- saying Boston. Boston, what will it take to get Jeremy Swayman? You're going to uh, the island and saying, what would you, you know, I know now Vorlamov has like a no, I think a full no trade. So, but like, you know, you're calling the Islanders and being like, hey, Simeon Varlamov, what's up? Like, yeah. you're not calling. I, I And I don't know. And if you're the Sharks, like, I just, I've been asked this a few times. And I just, I think if you're the Sharks, like, you're walking. I understand that, like, you, you're not going to be competitive anytime soon, right? Like, I think anyone who thinks this is going to be like a, a one-year thing and they're going to be great next year. Like, they're wrong. But I you know, you're going to walk Kapokokkanen into free agency this year, probably. 
Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really but shown you, you. You have you have three, you have two rookie guys in the AHL, who I think you know I like I've liked Georgie Romanov's game, but let let's not like get silly and be like, okay, you know what, Georgie Romanov's been really good so far. You know how many games in? Uh, it's time to get rid of Mackenzie Blackwood and roll with like you know resign Kapanen and bring up, you know, bring up um a guy like Georgie Romanov or Magnus Krona, who is still looking for his first win or, you know, Mackinian, if he's ever healthy, which at this point it doesn't look like that's the case. So like, I don't know. So what I understand. So, so the would you keep, it, would you keep Blackwood? Think... Would you keep Blackwood yeah. longer than this year? Yeah. I mean, he's signed for two years. Like see what happens, right? If, if, if it, if it all goes to shit and he turns to shit, then you just, you find a new guy, but I, I like I like how the Sharks have approached goaltending because they haven't made any big, you know, extent like they haven't made any big deals with anyone. You know, it's always been it was James Ryan for two years. Now it's Kapo Kakinen for two years. Now it's Mackenzie Blackwood for two years. Figure out a guy that you think is going to be the, you know, a guy who can still be around when you pull out of this thing, depending on how long that is. I think the Sharks do want that to be sooner than later. But I mean, I don't know why you would look at Blackwood right now and with what he's given you, I don't think, and I, I, I picked on Capo Kakinen a lot this pod and I probably shouldn't because I don't think he's been terrible either. I mean, it's really hard to, to pick at the goaltending when the team in front of them has been so shit. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, that is this team has been shit, right? Everything's been a problem with the team, but, but, but I need a goalie punching bag on this team and that's Capo (laughs) Kakinen. I apologize. That's just, that's my thing. Um, but I know, I mean, I think Blackwood showed enough. And again, it's it's early. I think we it's it's been so awful and it's been so awful for so long that we forget that, like, we're 12 games into the season. Like, it's an 82 game season. There, there's a lot of season left. And I think we sometimes lose sight of where we are in the season. Um, but so far, like, I, I don't I, I don't know why you would be like, hey, you're doing good. Get out of here. Like, because, again, like. I don't think like Cockinen or Blackwood, sorry, like, yeah, he stole the game today, mm-hmm. but it's, I don't, I'm not worried about him stealing, you know, 40 more. Well, I'm, I, I mean, I guess I'm speaking from a maximizing a value perspective from Blackwood, right? Because if you've got Edmonton and, you know, they're kind of bent over a barrel right now, could you extract value? But I don't think, I think we over, I think we're overestimating Blackwood's value because, okay. Blackwood, other than a rookie season, like his numbers aren't fantastic. He's still like, I think he's still a reclamation product. I've been happy with his play, but again, is five, the five or six games he's played enough to undo the shit numbers he had in Jersey being injured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael Molasses asked me, and uh, you had said Granlin's having an absolute brutal game. Did you say this because of the penalties he took? I thought that he looked pretty good. One assist, four pims, sixty-nine percent on the face-off. I think. Yeah, yeah, he won face-offs. I'll give him that. He won draws. I just like, I don't know. I just I didn't like his game. I just thought that yeah, some of the penalties he took were pretty fucking brutal. Um, like really obviously, you know, really obvious, really dumb penalties. And I thought like. It's clear the you know, skating isn't there anymore. Like that's that's yeah, the just, biggest thing when I when I watch him, it's like the hands are still there, but the legs, man, he just cannot get from A to B all that efficiently. 
Yeah, I just I just thought like too many plays died when the puck went towards him this game. Like that to me that's that's what I have an issue with. <laughs> the puck exploded on a stick. <laughs> well, well, we're getting to we're getting to that thirty minute mark, Ian. I mean, we're already at... okay. So let's, let's we gotta talk with with this 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 goal. Yeah. All right, so we'll 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 end the game with the final score. Uh, Joel Fairby. We got to talk about the. We gotta talk oh no no the that, goal that went. Into the no no that's what, that, that's what we're that's okay. what we're doing. Yeah, uh, it, the Joel Fairby goal in the second period would be yes. the end of the scoring for the rest of the game, and that would be your final would be two to one. But Joel Fairby would get his sixth of the season with Travis Sanheim and Scott Lawton getting the assists. And what made this very interesting was it was one of those side to side lateral type saves. But when the save was made, the referees deemed that enough visual had been seen of the puck crossing the line to deem it a goal. Now, I think this is where we're going to where we're going to have the debate in because I didn't see anything definitively showing the puck go over the line. Well, they did they did go to the situation room, right? And I always have to emphasize this cuz I think it's like I I had to like repeat this on Twitter like 17 times. It's like the situation room has more cameras than the broadcast does. Like all the cameras in the rink don't belong to the broadcast. Some of them are just league cameras that are for like the situation room for the the blue line cam so that they can try and figure out what's onside, what's offside, whatever, right? Um, and it's one of those situations where like the NHL just can't get out of its own fucking way. Because with how quick the review was, I'm sure that they saw a goal. And I'm sure they definitively saw a goal. But share with the fucking class then, right? Like I don't, I, I'm sure that goal, that that is a goal because of how quick the review was. The Sharks have had one point before tonight. So it's not like, it's like, oh God, no, we got to fuck the Sharks here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing like, what does Lee gain by, by take, like giving, you know, a goal to the Flyers at this point, right? If you're wearing a tinfoil hat. Um, but the brutal thing is, so show me the angle, show, share with the fucking broadcast the fucking where you saw the puck go in so that we as a fan cannot be here going well i didn't see it go in so how is this a goal like i i would love to know where the puck went in i have an idea of what happened because it looked like it went off the bottom, bottom of his catcher, catcher and then it went into the back of his leg into the pack yep, yep and then his leg went into the net so to me i, I can understand where but show me it. Show me the puck in the net. Exactly. Share it with the class. That's the problem I have. I would and, have liked to have seen like the goal, like even just a look at the goalie cam because they didn't even show the goalie cam view. Right. Like again, like you know, puck guy saying when he was doing the gifting of the game, they went into the, you know, he went, he was watching, he went and clicked over to the Flyers feed to see if they had a different view, and there was nothing there. Like again, I'm sure that the league saw something with one of their cameras that that is their camera specifically that showed a goal. I just wish that they would have showed it to everyone else because it just, just for transparency, say, say, right? Like, again, I'm not going to sit here and be all fucking, you know, um, tinfoil hatty about it because, uh, you know, like, again, like the, the sharks at this point have one point. They, they have three points now, three points. Like, Pun it like doing that to the sharks doesn't make any logical sense. 
from any, you know what I mean? It's not like, like, what do they, what, what does anyone gain from that? Yeah. The sharks are still really bad. Right. Right. No, but I think, I think you make a really great point. It's just like, just show us, you know, if you, if you just, if you just give us a little bit of the evidence here and, and you, you know, or, or I even like it when they have sometimes when you've got a, a goal and they have um, a review, especially if it comes in the first or the second period in between periods, they normally like to like drop, you know, the, the I just, explanation. I just want to see NHL. the review, right? Like yeah. I just, I just want to see the, the puck cross the line. I think, the, like again, the NHL doesn't do themselves any favors when this happens, right? Like it just it doesn't when when something like this happens and you can't show it, it just it hurts the product. Yeah. It just, it just it hurts the product. It hurts it hurts the game. Like I just think it hurts. It 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 hurts because like you want to be able to show fans of any level of knowledge of the game why and i just i feel like when the league doesn't when we can't do that it, it hurts it hurts the game's credibility which it doesn't need to because again i'm i'm, I'm sure that was a goal yeah well i think we'll end it there for the for the final game thoughts ian um quickly i mean just give me your your wide branch and thoughts um for the sharks first win maybe some thoughts on physicality and then um what your what, where the people can find you in your final thoughts yeah, uh, I know. I think look at I think if you um like obviously look at uh, Mike Greer went and talked to the team the other day and the credit to the team. They responded. I think, you know, a lot of I think a lot of criticisms that have been levied at this team were addressed tonight. I think you look at, you know, anyone got too close to Blackwood and they had to deal with other people. Um, I thought the Sharks are physical. I thought, you know, William Eklund um got mugged a couple of times and there was generally a response to that because you can't let guys mug your, you know, your, your future star players or your current star players for that matter. Um, so I thought, yeah, look at the sharks were a lot more physical tonight. I thought they, they stuck up for each other more than we've seen at any point this season. I don't think anything, you know, but they weren't stupid about it. Like they, I don't think they were chasing guys around and taking dumb penalties to, to even things up or whatever. Right. Like they, but they, but they definitely stuck up for each other tonight. I think they addressed a lot of the criticisms that a lot of people fairly had for this team going into this game. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. And then uh, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on the uh, Twitter machine at Ian Blogs Hockey. All right. Well, as far as my final thoughts go, I it was good to see the team step up, you know, on the physicality side. <clears throat> you know, it was good to see the team, um, you know, one, I think, picking up uh, the, the young kids, right, and, and making sure, you know, if, if Eklund was going in, crashing the net hard, you know, that he had some backup, so that was good to see. Good to see uh, Mackenzie Blackwood also getting some backup from the players, too, so I'm very happy yeah, to see that. Yeah, look, at, I mean, if there's, there's if anyone fucking deserved a, a, something in the W column, column it's Mackenzie Blackwood, like, Again, wins wins don't help the team this year, but like I'm happy when guys like William Eklund get goals and Mackenzie Blackwood, God, man, like this guy has been for the most part really good for the Sharks. So it's I'm happy that he finally gets a fucking win because like goalies, it's kind of sucks for them, right? Like they really get hurt, you know, they get hurt more by wins and losses than the rostered players because it reflects more on them. In some in some cases more than it should, especially on a 
on a team like this with the way the Sharks have played in front of him. But man, thank God the dude finally got a W and has something to fucking hang his hat on this season. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, Oh, I can, uh, sorry. Um, I'm just getting, there's, Cuda questions. Oh. I'll, I'll go on the Cuda. Um, yeah, Barracuda played. Uh, I, I thought the Barracuda played two really good games this weekend. Um, they played the Calgary Wranglers. Um, it's the best they've looked all year. And uh, they they had a. Um, did they lose an overtime the first thing? I can't remember. They they lost one game, but won the other one and won the other one pretty convincingly. Um, put up put some pucks behind Dustin Wolf, which is not an easy thing to do. Um, Calgary Wranglers have been a good team so far this year. They're only, um, they're only, they're only negatives in the stat column have come against the Barracuda. So I think they, they won in overtime and, uh, and lost a game. So yeah, I mean, good for, um, good for the Barracuda. Nice to see some things turning around. Nice. It's just nice to have nice things for this team, right? Like, um, I was pretty hard on the Barracuda last time I was on, um, even because, again, I didn't want to get too excited over, you know, uh, an overtime loss against the Wranglers. Like, oh, well, they played better and they only allowed, you know, a couple of goals. And so everything's good. But uh, I didn't want to get too high on that just based on the way the Barracuda. But they came back and they played a really good game Sunday. And, and I'm hoping that that this is a trend of something you know, the start of something for the Barracuda because unlike the Sharks, the the Barracuda gain nothing by being bad. They're just a bad team in the AHL. So um, I'm hoping that's the start of them kind of turning things around and hopefully we can start stringing some wins together in the AHL. Yeah, for sure. And uh, as far as my final thoughts go, um, I just uh, want to continue to see the team build upon, um, you know, upon what they're doing. I liked the meat and potatoes type of style that they played tonight, and um, I like the physicality. So I'd like to see continue to see more of that. And as far as where you can yeah. find me, you can use my first name. That's E R I K, last name L A N D I. And in case you missed it or you want to catch us again, uh, please like and subscribe and hit the bell icon on uh, on YouTube. That way you can get notified every time we go live. Of course, if you're a long time, you know that we go live after every single Sharks game. But you can also check us out across multiple podcast platforms that being apple podcast store the google play store uh, the youtube rewind of course soundcloud spotify tune in iheart radio and odyssey we are across all of those platforms and uh, we would love for you to come check us out on the audio and then we're always available at tealtownusa.com but for myself and for ian and for everybody else at teal town usa We'd like to say thank you for stopping by and checking us out. And uh, we always like to end it with a keep it real, keep it teal, and keep it real teal. We'll see you after the game on Edmonton on Thursday. And thank you again. Have a great night, everybody.